Hi everyone, welcome to the Kimono Health Podcast. I am your host, Sarah, and I'm with Leticia Kimono. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's get into the conversation. So today's topic is a really interesting one. Um, It's called unhealthy interactions with boys. Something that I thought about last week and I thought, you know what? I think we should talk about it. Scary. (laughs) (laughs) It is scary. Like I even feel anxious talking about it because in some way it's like, it's very triggering. Yeah. Traumatic, not only for us talking about it but also for people listening to it because i feel like most of us girls we grew up like this Mm. yeah and so yeah it's called unhealthy interactions with boys and i will just start off by talking about my experiences Mm -hmm. um and i grew up in a home where like boys were a no-go area like don't breathe in that direction don't look don't think about it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like nothing mm. like they just bad 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 and we were not taught ways to interact with them in a healthy way it was just they are bad stay away because if you just talk to them you're gonna do things that you're not supposed to do you're coming home with the baby yes. if you just say hello yes <laughs> and from there, like, a lot of fear was installed inside of us, mm. right? So even, like, from creation, even in grade one, grade two, or whatever, like, if your teacher just makes you sit next to a boy, yo, It was the end of the world. It was the end of the world for you. It was, like, your biggest fear. Mm. So boys have always been, like, scary since we were kids. Like, mm. I know for me, like, that was scary. My biggest fear was if a teacher made me sit next to a boy and if she actually did, oh, guys, I would be anxious every single day. Not only were we made to be like very scared, like stay away from boys, but I think we were also raised to think or be like a boy. I don't know how to put it. Mm. So in that way, so that we don't think of ourselves being feminine and, and stuff. And attract them. And attract them. So we were graced to be like one of the boys, but don't be with a boy. Yes. That's yeah. how we were. Yeah. That's the mechanism, eh? As a method, I can say, our parents used, which actually really worked very well. Yeah. They did a very we good... have no feminine energy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... It's like they never... Uh, like, our parents never told us we were beautiful. We were never told how to be feminine and that kind or, of stuff. Or, you know, like, when you're you're going through puberty or different body phases or whatever. Yeah. You were never taught of, like, oh, you know, take care of yourself in this way. Yeah. In a way that makes you feel like, I'm a mm. girl and I'm pretty. Or if you got your hair done, it's like, oh, my goodness, you're so, so beautiful. Pre- yeah. It's like, why did you get your hair done? Yeah. And I, for them... <laughs> acting like that and not telling you you're beautiful or like is so that you don't feel good about yourself and so mm. that when you're in a public space when you're around boys you don't feel good about yourself you behave like them mm. you talk like them 
mm. on top of that you're scared of them exactly and even when boys look at you they see you as one of the boys yes <laughs> yes they do i think they do <laughs> Yeah, they think like I know growing up as a kid, like at school, no, they mm-hmm. see you as one of the boys. Like yeah. even though they were talking to you compared to another like little girl who's I don't know how she's being raised at home, but mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you can just tell. Yeah. And so we had a lot of fear in us and because we had a lot of fear in us, it made us accept certain things from boys or certain behaviors like for example i was severely bullied in grade three for a full year by a boy in my class the bullying was physical just emotional and just, i said physical emotional and verbal mm. right mm. for a full year and i dealt with that myself i didn't tell anyone mm. Not even once. And that experience traumatized me so much that I never spoke a word of it until I became an adult. Like, Leticia only found out about this in my adult years. Like, I was probably, like, maybe 23 when I told Leticia. Like, listen, in grade 3, I was bullied. I was severely bullied by this one boy. Because it was always so hard for me to speak about it. And I didn't tell anyone. Mm. I dealt with it myself because I felt ashamed. And if you think about it, that's how even women who are in abusive marriages or relationships mm. act. Like, they hide it. They feel ashamed. They don't tell anyone. It's literally taught from a young age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... Yeah, we were never taught to embrace our femininity. And now that we have reached the age that we are, because it's always about your parents and what they want and not what your life requires as an individual, because they've raised you now and they've done this great job at keeping boys away, now... Because it's always about them. Now they want grandkids. Where are those grandkids going to come? Yeah. And now when we are putting out this boyish behavior, they say, you guys are my daughters and you literally act like boys. Mm. But when our parents are telling us that we're acting like boys, I think they need to sit and evaluate themselves. Like, what did we do mm. to contribute to this? That Sarah and Leticia are like two boys in the house. <laughs> Yeah, because those experiences made us who we are. Mm. And we still carry those things inside of us. We still carry fear Mm -hmm. towards men. We don't embrace our feminine energy and our feminine side. So all those experiences have made us who we are today. And then all of a sudden, your parents want grandkids. Like, it doesn't make since like i've literally become like my parents did such a good job at keeping boys away and installing fear that at my big age at my 26 years of living and ex- and experiencing life or whatever when i'm around boys or men or whatever like i'm very rigid mm. i'm very like cold like mm. 
there's no cuteness to me when I'm around a guy. And like men, men are corny, right? They say things like, "Oh, you." I don't know. I don't know. They say like corny stuff, mm-hmm. and usually girls reciprocate like with a laugh or with a joke. That feminine fresh. energy. That feminine energy. Flirty, like, but for <laughs> me, it's like. Why are you opening your mouth? Yeah. Why are you looking at me? I'm always like that. Like, and I'm always so confused. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you even talking? Why yeah. are you opening your mouth? Like, yeah. stay away from me. Yeah. Ew, gross. Yeah. Like, I'm always like that. And I'm very rigid. Like, I'm very and I robotic. I have this wall that comes up immediately. Yeah. Any response, I'm ready. Like, oh, yeah. you're not going to try me. You're yeah. not going to try me. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I have a serious wall up. And that's just how I am. Like, even when I went to when I was still in university, like, my parents had nothing to worry about. Like, you know how, like, at church, they would preach, like, oh, uh, these young girls at universities, you must take care of them. They're speaking to boys. And my parents did not need to worry because a boy now cannot even breathe in my direction. It's like, why are you even looking at me? Why are you talking to me? Mm. Why... That's how I and I get so confused mm. by their behavior. And you know when I say unhealthy interactions, I'm not saying that um girls who grew up in homes where they had the freedom to talk to boys and do this, 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 this are better than us or whatever. No. I'm talking about teaching your girls healthy interactions. So even if you're giving them the freedom to talk to boys, to have, um, to be friends with boys or whatever, whatever. But you also have to teach them healthy interactions so that they don't accept certain stuff. Mm. So in both cases, we are at a disadvantage. Mm. Like my parents thought they did the things, but really they put us in a disadvantage. Mm. And also girls who had the freedom to talk to boys, but they still weren't taught healthy interactions. They're also at a disadvantage. Advantage. Mm-hmm. So I talk. I talked about my experiences, and I briefly spoke about like you and I's experiences. But Leticia, like, what has your experience been like with boys? Yeah, I think we've had more or less the same experiences when it comes to boys. Um. And, you know, you can't tell me my whole life to stay away from boys. And then at some point, you want me to be with a guy because you want, you know, grandkids. And I'm talking about my parents in this case. Because it's like, it's so disgusting now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, I've never been around a male figure. And now all of a sudden, I must have this boy in my space Mm. all the time. I just, you know. Mm. And... Even, like, feeling feminine and feeling cute. I don't feel that way. Mm. I don't. I consider myself one of the boys. I'm a BTS member. I'm the eighth (laughs) member. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's something that you can practice and... But... But it's hard to unlearn it. Yeah. Because it's been years and years of you... Yeah. acting like a little boy acting like one of the boys <laughs> yeah. and now all of a sudden it's like you're seeing all these girls with feminine energy and they're looking good and stuff and you look at yourself you're not like that and now you have to unlearn that and start learning to be all like oh my god and another thing oh, also is yeah. that girls in relationship which i'm not saying is a good thing they don't think 
when they are in relationships i will think and that is a problem <laughs> like i will think and i know how men's brain operates so mm-hmm. i'm gonna be like you're not gonna try this with me. yeah and i think men can pick that Mm-hmm. like this girl knows yeah. that I'm going to mess her up and she's not gonna have it yeah which is a good thing because they're not supposed to mess you up but, but. yeah <laughs> like we overanalyze everything like, like when he's speaking and trying to be corny like, oh, you're lying such your mouth <laughs> you know that kind of what vibe what are you trying to do I'm not impressed mm. stop if you knew what I was thinking <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know that kind of vibe So Yeah I've had difficult interactions with boys mm. I really have mm-hmm. I consider myself in my daughter So That's Yeah My parents did a good job They should <laughs> applaud themselves Cause I remember even recently We were planning um, Our brother's engagement mm. And Sarah and I have never cooked for an event Like we've never been The girls like Oh let's do this Let's buy this Let's organize And it was our first time Friday night We were preparing For The lobola for the next day And we were literally making jokes In the kitchen Calling ourselves grooms Cause Yeah <laughs> we, we don't know that stuff Yeah And my parents are so confused Why we like this But they don't know that They made us this way Yeah My mom even says you guys, how do you guys hate your husbands? <laughs> and you haven't even lived with them. You haven't even met, met them. them. And it's like, we've just been programmed mm-hmm. to be that way. Mm-hmm. You never taught us healthy interactions. Like, they could have taught us in a way, like, stay away from boys. But... No, just teach us healthy interactions. Like, know your worth. Yeah. You can have... Like, as kids, when we play around at school and stuff, a boy can be your friend as long as there's there's these certain types of boundaries. And if you overstep these boundaries, this might happen. You don't want that for yourself. Like, you teach them healthy interactions. Mm. You know, you, you, when you, with your daughters, you tell them they're beautiful. Um, you teach them things that you feel that um, a woman should know mm. or a girl should know. I'm not saying grooming. Uh-uh, not gro- I'm not <laughs> saying groom little kids, little girls. No. I'm just saying that you are there for them. You, you've created a safe space for them to mm. come to you, to speak to you, to open up and stuff. So by the time that we reach um, 25, 26... Even if you want grandkids or not or whatever, it's just... I don't know if what I'm saying sounds wrong. But I'm just saying, like, healthy interactions. Like, mm. just healthy interactions. Like, it's not a sin to have a guy friend. Mm. And to just be comfortable around a guy friend. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I hope we're making sense with what we're saying. <laughs> like, because someone might think, oh, you want to be groomed. Because I'm uh-uh. not gonna, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Growing up, I was very confused when I would look at other girls and I'd feel like, what's lacking inside of me? And growing up, and I'm going to go back from the time when I was like seven years old. Guys, I was a very tall little girl. And I wasn't, I wasn't just taller than the girls. I was also taller than the boys. Same. And... You know, that already makes me feel uncomfortable because all the little girls are little, they tiny, they cute. And why am I this giant? Obviously. I mean, <laughs> kids used to call me Godzilla, bro. Exactly. I call was us bo- giraffe. Yeah, Godzilla. All that, kind, all of that kind of stuff. And then now when we start hitting puberty, right? 
obviously the hip starts to pop out and the chest starts to grow and things like that and those things make you look feminine like they make you look smart now here i am this tall creature with no hips that are popping out no chest that is growing and those hips and Body, body. It body. makes you look softer as a woman. Now here I am. I don't have those things, so I'm not looking softer. And girls are shaving or waxing their legs, and I'm looking at my legs. Wait, why? Because I didn't know they were shaving their legs or waxing at that time. Like, why am I the only one with hair on my legs? Even Lord, yo, and I don't even have hips. <laughs> so it's like you behave like one of the boys, and we even look. And like, I'm like a boy. We don't look like them. I'm a boy. <laughs> but you know, I wasn't a boy. And if you ask Sarah, when I was little, I liked beauty. I would even wake my sisters up in the morning and I would beg for a certain hairstyle. And if they didn't do it right, no, you're not doing it right. Even sometimes during the weekend, I would go to my sisters and I'd say, do my hair like this. I liked clothes. I liked being a girl. And I think it's something that my parents really saw that, oh, she likes being a girl, eh? We must remind her that she's a boy. Mm. And they did a phenomenal job. Not even we must remind her that she's a boy. More like <laughs> let strip away. Yeah, to make me a boy. The people her get... sense of worth. Mm. She mustn't know that she's beautiful. She mustn't know that she's capable. She mustn't know. Let's break it down. Yeah. They did a good job because now they don't need to worry about anything when we're out in public. No, they don't. <laughs> the gents think we are one. <laughs> <laughs> So now, with all that we said, you know, we shared our experiences and stuff. And now, I just want us to talk about, like, the lack of healthy interaction that wasn't taught to us, you know, can make you accept things that you shouldn't. Like, not just for us, but for any um, girl out there, any woman out there. Like, if you weren't taught healthy interactions with boys, whether you were given the freedom to interact with them or not, I'm just saying... Remember the keyword healthy interaction. Mm. You know, women end up accepting things they shouldn't. Like, boys end up doing certain things that, in your mind, you know, mm-mm. But in real life, you literally, because you weren't taught healthy interaction, you weren't taught how to set boundaries, you weren't taught anything, you, will, you end up accepting those things. And then when you look back, it's like, wait a minute. I shouldn't even have accepted that. Mm-mm. Yeah. What do you have to say about that, Leticia? No, 100%. You know, it, it makes you not know your worth. Mm. And then you'll get to a point where there will, there will be a guy, this is just a scenario, who has evil intentions towards you. Mm-hmm. And he can pick it up that you don't know your worth. Mm-hmm. And he uses this mm-hmm. to use you. Because he's like, okay... No guy has ever shown her affection in the way that I will do it. And he has other evil motives. Like maybe he just wants to use you. But he's going to act as though he's interested in Mm -hmm. you. Just to get what he wants so that he can drop you. And you're going to give it to him. Because you're going to be like, okay, he's the first guy. Despite me being 
a little boy inside. He still sees me like a girl and he wants to be around me. I might as well just give this a chance. And he's going to be putting out all those red flags, but you're going to ignore it because mm. someone is here and they're giving you a chance. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You end up accepting so much. Mm. You end up accepting behaviors, even the way they speak to you. Mm. You might end up accepting... Like, he's talking to you with so much disrespect. Mm. And you just accept that. Mm. You know? That's how... A lot of women... Like, you'll hear women are, like, in relationships where... It is toxic. And before they even got into the relationship, there were so many red flags. Mm. And they ignored all those red flags because what? They weren't taught healthy interactions with boys. And most of the time, you have to teach yourself things so you don't even know what you're doing. You And most of-, of us, our parents don't speak to us. And so when you get a friend that's the same age as you, even, even your cousin... Um, Then you guys start sharing with each other. But you're literally the blind leading the blind because you're both trying to figure it out. Like when you have a friend there. Yes. And you guys are like, fam, like, how to... But your mom could have literally sat you down and spoken to you in such a way that could have helped you that now we're not blindly leading each Each other. other. And, you know, you get two types. You get us who are acting like boys and then you get the girls who they were literally groomed for a man Mm. like they were raised not for them but Mm. everything that they will be in the future is for a man Mm. the way they will dress the way they will eat Mm. the way they will that is also a problem Mm. because then they get into a relationship and there are things that are really bothering them but they're not allowed to say because this is a man's territory and i'm here to please him Mm-hmm. And that is a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. <laughs> we end up accepting so much that you shouldn't. Mm. And I've even had, like, sometimes, you, like, when I talk to other women and they'll be like, they'll be talking about the experiences and they'll tell me, they're like, you know, not that I think about it, those things that I accepted, I should, like, I didn't like it, but I thought, you know what, this is how it is and, I went to it, into it, but I shouldn't have. Like, I accepted things that I shouldn't have. Mm. There's this... Um, I've told Letitia this story mm. before, but I'll share it with you guys. Um, the story about me being pushed at work. Oh, yes. Let me explain that story. It's one of those things. So, I'm at work. I'm sitting with one of my colleagues. He's a guy. And we're talking. I think the, we're talking. We made a joke or something. And he jokingly pushes me like, you know, when you're laughing with your friend and you're like, ah, okay, you guys can't see, but, <laughs> but you can't see, but just imagine like, you know, when you laugh with your friend and you're like, ha, and you push them like on their shoulder. Mm. And he did that. And I didn't like that. He did that, that he pushed me, even though it was a joke or whatever. We laughing. Ah, ha, ha. You know, I didn't like that, but I didn't know how to vocalize it. Mm. And then, so I'm sitting there thinking wait a minute like why did he push me like that i did not like that like we're not cool like that for you to put your hands on my body first of all and why are you laughing at, with me like i'm one of the boys like one of your boys homies like ah, ha, ha, whatever 
so then i'm like okay what like if i do bring it up what if i look like like those loser girls like maybe this is how girls are supposed to be like they're supposed to accept things like that and be like oh yeah like what if i vocalize it and you know he just sees me like oh you're such a loser girl like just not even that deep Mm. and i'm just sitting having this whole conversation in my head and then something in me told me the fact that you're even having this conversation in your head it means that it was wrong on your part like you didn't like it and you have to say because if you don't this person will feel more comfortable to do something else and you won't have the guts to speak up because it's like you accepting this behavior if you don't other girls can be okay with it but you're not okay with it Mm. so say it guys i'm telling you like 10 minutes had even gone past and now i'm vocalizing i'm like i didn't like the fact that you pushed me Mm. and then he was like no but siri i didn't even push you that hard and it was a joke that i'm like no i'm telling you i didn't like that And after that, I was so proud of myself for saying that because it's like, yes, I stood up for myself. I stood up for myself. Like I didn't accept this behavior. It's fine if other people are okay with that, but I'm, I'm not, not okay with that. And you know what I think also really happens to us girls mm. is the fact that <clears throat> I, Sarah, you know how I speak about men, mm. and I have this strong belief, and I know how I'm gonna carry myself out in my relationship. And when you're with someone. And now he's disrespecting those mm-hmm. boundaries. Mm. And you don't know how to stand up for yourself. It is the worst The worst feeling, feeling ever. Like, why am I allowing exactly. this? Exactly. Especially if you, like, like you've always said, me, I could never uh-huh. accept such disrespect from a man. I could never let a man speak to me like that. Oh, hell no. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. <laughs> when he's in front of you doing all those things. Hey. <laughs> Then you get scared. Uh-huh. You get scared to open up. Why? You get scared to place boundaries. You get scared to put them in their place. You get scared to tell them, you're not going to speak to me like that. You won't do that to me or around me or whatever. You get scared to do that because you weren't taught healthy interactions. You weren't taught how to set boundaries to understand and know your worth. So even though you said that if that ever had to happen to you, you would stand your ground. The fact that you weren't even taught that, you, you've you never practiced that. Mm. And another thing as well is we're always teaching girls what they need to be around boys. But never do we teach our boys how to be gentlemen mm-hmm. and how to treat a lady mm-hmm. and how to respect her boundaries and how to know that she's hurting and... You know, what's the way forward? Like, how do I need to behave? Because mm-hmm. I remember even in high school, boys would come around and they would want to hug the girls there as we're standing. And when it comes to me, I'd be like, no, you're not going to put your hands on me. And then they get angry mm-hmm. and they start saying things like really hurtful yeah, things they and they start that. pushing you away. Especially when you reject them yes. or you reject yes. something they want to do. Then it's like... But it's like... Because boys are raised to think that women must be giving to them mm-hmm. and submissive. They are entitled to they, women. They're entitled, they're entitled to, to, to us. So even as young as 12 mm-hmm. or 16, when you don't want to give him a hug, 
he gets angry yes. and he starts saying really nasty things and that's where even rape comes into play mm-hmm. it's a thing of entitlement mm-hmm. we also need to raise our boys to be gentlemen and to understand that women also have boundaries and they need to respect that and that women are their own people exactly they don't belong to you it's like you were designed to please me so why are you not doing it you're so disrespectful by yes. not allowing me to hug your body i don't want you to hug me yeah. Exactly. They feel like they're entitled to us. They're entitled to our space, our time, mm-hmm. even your time. Like, mm-hmm. if I don't have time. Already they feel, oh, how could you? Mm. Why? They were raised like that. And men are also very dangerous while we're at this topic. Mm-hmm. If a man sees a weakness mm-hmm. in you, he's going to test it out. And he, if, if he sees that you are, uh, how do I say it? You're giving out a certain behavior mm-hmm. where he will take advantage of that situation. Mm-hmm. He will not let go of you. Mm-hmm. He will test you. Like he will do something like to test your boundary and mm-hmm. see if you're going to repeat that same mm-hmm. behavior. He's going to say, oh, she has the certain weakness and he's going to exactly. stick there so that he can abuse you. Exactly. Exactly. Men know what they do, eh? Uh-huh. They will test you. <laughs> and then, if you don't react to it or whatever, then they know they can go a little bit further. Mm-hmm. But you have to tell them from the first go that you will not. And that's why they get so angry and they become disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Men are so dangerous and scary. With all being said, so what can parents now do to help their daughters have healthy interactions with boys Mm. i i think it's something that needs to happen on both ends i think it's something that you know parents need to deal with with their daughters and with their sons Mm. you know Mm. we can't be working on one side and the other side is not working it's just so i should should phrase that question like healthy interactions between yeah both boys and girls and not just like because if you do see mm. most girls we're like trying to fight Mm -hmm. for our lives and Mm. trying to work on ourselves but that other gender is doing whatever they want Mm -hmm. so (laughs) i mean they're taught to do whatever they want and so and what they so we're still like we're still crying we're Mm. still we're still battling so much Mm -hmm. so i think it's something that needs to happen on both ends Mm -hmm. and it's not even something that should be so complicated it's just Mm -mm. having a conversation exactly it's creating a safe space like your home has to be a safe space you as a parent you have to be a safe space for your children Mm -hmm. and it's like you talk to them and you give them the freedom to also come talk to you. So anytime you let them know, like anytime if you have questions, you want to open up, you want to understand something, I am here. My door is always open. Exactly. There's no judgment. There's no need to be scared. I'm not angry at you. Mm-hmm. I'm not disappointed in you. It's okay. Let's talk. Let's do this thing together. You teach them boundaries, both boys and girls boundaries and you also teach them to respect other people's boundaries Mm -hmm. people yes we teach people to uh, to set boundaries but we don't teach people to accept no Mm. you 
guys, we have to learn to accept no. If someone says no to you, keep it moving. And you know what I've realized? Respect as well? it and, and keep it moving. You know what else I've realized about boys? It doesn't matter how well you raise them. Mm -hmm. They will always go out in the world and do the most hurtful thing to a girl. Mm -hmm. And you will be so confused because Mm -hmm. his family will be looking at him and his friends Mm -hmm. and his church community like, oh, he's such a nice boy. Mm -hmm. But the things that he's doing Mm -hmm. and... Sometimes it's not even the things that he's doing. Boys know their friends who are raping, who mm. are doing the most. And it's like, That's they, don't, they don't do anything. They're not going to have a conversation like, what you're doing is wrong. They're not going to report yeah. that friend. They're just going to be like, ah, that's my guy. That's what he's doing. It doesn't affect me. I'm going to drink with him. I'm going to laugh with him. But what yeah. he does, hurting people, <laughs> does yeah. nothing to do with me. I think it has me. to do with pressure, like peer pressure. Mm. Like around like males like around each other whatever so even if he grows up in a home where he was taught all these things and blah 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 blah. but i feel like because they go to school mm-hmm. when we go to school we spend a lot of hours with our teachers with our friends with our schoolmates or whatever more than we, we even spend time at home with mm-hmm. our parents and siblings or whatever so when they in a world where people have that kind of behavior but at home, something else is being taught. They feel pressure to blend in with that nonsense. Mm. Because it's like, oh, they won't think I'm man enough. Mm. So I have to blend in mm. with what the rest of the boys are doing or the rest of the men are doing. And I think it's the same that goes for girls as well. Mm. Um, you know, like how we said that men can pick up a certain weakness in you mm. and so they gravitate towards you because they know that they're going to use it to their advantage it's the same thing with some girls um, instead of uplifting each other up mm. a girl can see a certain weakness in you and she can take that to her advantage mm. to also ruin your relationship or something mm. along those lines because it- i see these days it's a very popular thing to be like you broke someone's relationship or you can take someone's man or you can sleep with someone's man and you know you think it's okay or you broke someone some other girl and yeah. it's something to take pride in yes because what you just said just reminded me of when i was bullied mm. in grade three mm. right mm. so i was bullied by this boy and for some reason you know, teachers can see things, right? Mm. I think my teacher knew that I was being bullied, but I don't know why she made me sit next to that boy the whole year when everyone else was allowed to um, rotate, around. rotate around. And I remember we would sit in groups, groups of four. He would sit next to me, bully me, abuse me or whatever. And then um, I remember this one time, this one girl who I think had a crush on him. I think they even ended up dating in high school or something like that. And she would encourage that behavior, like what you said. Mm -hmm. I'm literally being abused at school. The least you can do is also stand up for me. But she also sees that weakness. So the guy has seen the weakness in me. This boy has seen the weakness in me, so he bullies me. The girl, too, sees that weakness in me and takes advantage of that as well to also bring me down and encourage this boy to bully me. Mm. And she wasn't the only one to do that because after... They rotated us. I was never rotated. I don't know why my teacher did that. It's very weird. Um, They rotated our table again. 
she was moved to a different table and another girl came and sat there and the that girl did the exact same thing mm. she did the exact same thing like she like she took it to her advantage she enjoyed it it mm. was entertaining to her sarah is being bullied she's being hit she's been verbally abused and girls really do enjoy that stuff i don't know and i think also girls do it in a way to feel better about themselves mm. like we're both women yet i'm in a position of mm. what's the word it's like it's to make you feel like she's better than you mm. but she's in reality she's not mm. If, because I know, um, for example, I was reading an article, they're like, you know, when girls uh, dress a certain way, it's more for competition with another woman, like to show mm-hmm. off her legs or, or whatever. But in this case, it's kind of like the same thing. Mm. It's to kind of like highlight that maybe you're lacking something mm. and they end up being very mean in the process mm. of it all. And I feel like we're so mean to each other in this thing. And that's why we have this whole putting emoji on your man or hiding him Mm. or whatever. Because we know the things that we do to each other as women Mm. as well. Because as much as you can say that, you know, men go out and cheat when he knows that he has a woman. Sometimes Mm. women also know that this man is in a relationship Mm. and she'll go forth and be like, yeah. Mm. What's crazy to me is that now that I'm deep, you know, guys, it's so important to have conversations because now things are unlocking in my brain. Mm. It's funny how, like, these things are taught from a young age. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Mm. Like, we see adult women doing things like this, but this experience that I've just shared with you guys about me being bullied and girls encouraging that behavior, encouraging that boy to treat me like that, mm. when they could have at least stood up for me Mm. but they also saw that weakness in me and took advantage of that and and it's funny we were in grade three do you know how old you are in grade three you're nine you're nine years old and you're already showcasing such behaviors now imagine by the time you become an adult it's gonna be worse i know even as young as we were Girls had this thing of they would go to boys or a boy and they would say, rate this yes. girl. And then yes. when that boy or these boys rate you a four out of ten. <laughs> yeah. And they feel that good about themselves. Yeah. that same thing of always yes. wanting to be above another woman showing that you can yeah you know and we're nine years old. And the funny, nine. And the funny thing is the boys you. that were rating you you (laughs) guys men have the audacity they have the audacity they look the way they look but the confidence and the audacity they have to even rate you because i remember when i was in grade eight there was a group of girls that didn't like me they did not like me not even a little bit and they decided to ask this boy to rate me and this boy said I was a fool. Boy, did they not get joy. It's like, girl, look at the guy you're asking and look at your face. Let's just keep it. <laughs> yeah. You know, society just needs to do better overall. Mm. But if you're a parent and you're listening to this, 
do the due diligence of having or creating a safe space with your children and have conversations, have dialogues so that society can become a better place. And I think also adding to our conversation, that's why sometimes when a woman is not getting married, it's like it defines her that she's not attractive, she's not beautiful, she's lesser she's lesser than other She's w- not desirable. Yeah, she's lesser than other women. But once she has a man, even if it's mm. toxic, even if it's bad, it shows that she has value in inverted commas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is a problem. Mm-hmm. Even the thing of, you know, women really take pleasure in breaking each other down. Like, she's so beautiful, but he cheated on her. her or he left her for what wada. It's to put more value on things that shouldn't even be. Mm, or they're like, <laughs> she's so pretty, but she's single. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, why? What it is that be, supposed to be? Does, it, it, does it mean that there's it. a certain category of women who are ugly and should be cheated on and should be abused mm. and should mm. just experience the worst mm. because they are not the most desirable? Hmm. I don't think so. So in as much as you get trash can of men, you get trash women as well. And I hate to say it because I am a feminist. <laughs> and to end off this interaction, what do you think parents can do? What do I think parents can do? Like, just briefly, like... Have conversations, guys. Mm. Have conversations with your sons, with your daughters. Install the correct worth inside these little human beings so that we can have better citizens, better parents, better siblings, better friends. It all just starts from words. Words make us Mm. or break us. Mm -hmm. That's it. And so to end it off, I want us to give advice to women who were never taught healthy interactions with boys. Uh, Women who are like us, Mm -hmm. and there's many of us out there. So I just want us to give advice to ourselves and to other women. I'll go first. I would say that um, you really have to know your value. You have to understand and know what you want. Mm -hmm. Because what tends to happen... When you, when you don't know what you want is that you end up accepting disrespect. Mm. So you have to know that this is what I want and this is what I'm going to stick by. And people can see when you know your value and your own worth. They can see that and when you don't. And that's when they take advantage of you. Right? And that with men... I'm sorry to use this kind of language, but men are dumb. I'm really sorry for saying that if you're going to feel offended by this or whatever. But men are really dumb and they they really, like, you think they would know, but they don't know. So you have to communicate with them. Mm. You cannot assume that he knows. That he knows. You cannot assume that, uh, that he knows that him saying that to you is disrespectful. Mm. Right? Mm. You have to communicate and be like, listen... That was disrespectful. You teach a man how to treat Exactly. I don't appreciate you saying this to me or doing this to me, blah, 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 blah. You have to... Because I'm telling you, they really don't know. Like, you know how sometimes they even like... 
what are you getting mad for? Like, I don't even understand. I'm so confused. Guys, they're genuinely confused. They're not even joking. They, they're not even jo- They're confused as to why you're angry. Like, you know how when girls will write, like, a long paragraph to a man? He won't even read it. And then he still doesn't understand. You, a long paragraph, you're explaining this, 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 And he doesn't understand. He genuinely doesn't understand any. He's you know that they don't read it even most of the they time. They don't even read. They, they don't even listen to it. But, yeah, they really, so I'm sorry to say, they dumb. <laughs> so you have to really communicate your thoughts. And with men, you have to be firm and direct same as you know communicating you just have to be firm and direct you know what you want what you don't want what you like and what you don't like you have to and the right one will do the right thing Mm. the right one will do right by you and you also have to as much as you communicate with them or whatever whatever you i really feel uh, saying this but you have to let them be themselves. <laughs> because you know what? It's always best when they are themselves so that when you see the red flags, you can run mm. and go. Mm. When you try to change them or you try to help them be something that they're not, in the end, it's going to be bad for you. Mm. So always allow them to be themselves. So if they're showing their true colors or whatever, be grateful, be happy, say Thank you, Jesus. I am out. (laughs) And this is with anything. I'm not even talking about like romantic relationships. I'm talking about friendships. I'm talking about in the workplace. Like maybe this is your boss even. Mm. If your boss is showing his true colors and he's really a person who makes you feel uncomfortable at work and you feel that you can actually look for a job somewhere else, be happy that he showed his true colors and that you can pack your bags and leave mm. as soon as you can. Mm. Um, it's always important to set boundaries, have boundaries, and don't let anyone break those boundaries. People have to respect your boundaries. And if they're not respecting your boundaries, they got to bounce. Mm. That's it. And then um, you have to re reevaluate the relationships that you're in from time to time. Mm. Have a checklist. From time to time, sit and think, reflect. Is this what I want? Is mm-hmm. this what I've always wanted? Is this what I've always envisioned for myself? Mm-hmm. If it's not, pack your things and go. Mm. That's it. Mm. And is there anything to add to that? Like advice to women who grew up with unhealthy interactions. So at this point, the damage has already occurred. Mm-hmm. Um, the next time you're with a guy, make sure that when he's speaking of the person he likes or he wants to be with, he's describing the girl standing in front of him. Mm. Because naturally, we already have insecurities. Mm. And the person who is supposed to be attracted to us is not supposed to see those things as a flaw and is an insecurity to them as well. So be with someone who will be proud of you, despite of if you're a bit boyish like myself. You know, mm. it's like, oh, that's Letitia that's how she is. I love her. I'm going to take her around. I want to be with her. And if you're going through a breakup or you still, you know, Battling with the thoughts of the past, I think it's very important that, because I read this somewhere, that do not trust how you see yourself in times of turbulence or in times of trouble, because it's not the truth. Mm. 
you know, we all come in different sizes, personalities, hair color, eye shape, and we should, we deserve to be with people who will accept us for who we are and as we come. And so for me, it's just, you know, Mm. your worth isn't defined by what a boy thinks of you. Exactly. And, you know, I, I always say that the same hand that created the moon, the mountains, is the same hand that created you. And that's enough for you to go up in the world and to show up. This boy who's never created anything now mm. wants to say that your eyes look like what? Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, and make you feel a certain way mm. about yourself. He's... He's you know that thing that Oprah says he's pint size. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're so much more than your negative thoughts, your upbringing. Mm-hmm. Um as long as you're alive, there's always room for improvements, to take care of yourself mentally, to take care of yourself physically, to learn new things for yourself. And sometimes you're going to feel like you're stuck. Or you feel like you've gone backwards. You are not stuck. You have not gone backwards. That is just part of the process of moving forward. So just take it easy on yourself. I like that. Yeah. I like that. The right one will stick around. And and as much as people can come to us very unkindly, it's very important that you always treat yourself with kindness Mm -hmm. and see yourself through kind eyes. And you will attract who you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Love that. Thank you. (laughs) Well, that's it. We've come to the end of this episode. I hope it was helpful to you. I hope you learned something and I hope you'll use it to make a difference in your life and the lives of others. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to follow Kimono Health on Instagram at Kimono Health. Follow Kimono Creations on Instagram at Kimono Creations. And also follow Kimono Baby on Instagram at Kimono Baby. Till next time. Bye.